This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show, the best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers, Mike Van Dees joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weights. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Yo, happy Wednesday. The Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center. Inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave on a Wednesday, the day after the election. We have we have thoughts. We're going to talk Capital Football as well with Kyle Mahelish a little bit later on. We were scheduled to have Sam Fetzer joining us, the husband of injured Saints softball player Michaela Boyette. He was kind enough to agree to move to uh, Friday. It actually worked out better for him. And uh, we'll talk to uh, Sam on Friday about Michaela's uh, condition after being in a horrible, horrible car wreck uh, just about two weeks ago. Um, Amy Tarkanian will join us. She's the uh, former GOP chairwoman uh, at, of the state of Nevada. And she's going to try to give us some idea of what the hell happened last night and what's going on today. On the state in history, much more still coming up, too. We are presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana Law says it's your vehicle. It's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. Speaking of Montana Law, um, Montana was able to counter votes last night and declare uh, winners in the statewide races and uh, the presidential race as well. GOP sweeping mostly across the board for the state of Montana. Steve Daines holds on to the Senate, retires Steve Bullock who didn't really want the Senate job anyway. Um, Greg Gianforte will be your new governor. Matt Rosendale, your new representative in the House. Uh, Christy Jacobson wins Secretary of uh, State. And uh, Troy Downing wins. Austin Knudsen wins and uh, as well. So. But, of course, the big news. Oh, but let's, before, I mean, let's not forget that we still have COVID. 793 new cases confirmed today. 35,955 total since March. 404 deaths. 407 in the hospital. 22,146 recovered. 13,405 active. Billings nearing 3,000 active cases. Gallatin, Cascade, Missoula, and Flathead all in quadruple digits. Lewis and Clark County, 936. So you can go online, read it, and uh, find it yourself. Um, what else are we going to talk about today before we get to uh, the big news? Let's just start. Um, let's do this. Let's do this. 
maybe not the end of the world, but uh, could be the end of a republic and a democracy as we know it. And it's unfolding before our very eyes. Cheating, fraud, and cover-up is going to be the words moving forward. I don't care who you vote for. I don't care your political beliefs. But what is going on in the United States of America as we speak is fraudulent. I'm not sure how somebody can go and get 120,000 votes somehow appearing at 4 o'clock in the morning and all of a sudden a candidate who was trailing now all of a sudden is winning a state, like in Wisconsin or Michigan. Um no idea how that's possible. And I'm not some genius by any means. But I can't even fathom what is going on in this country. You're telling me that Joe Biden got more votes than Obama? In 2008 and 2012? Really? More than Hillary? Really? The media's in on this. The, it is, and I, this is not being a sore loser. This is speaking facts because the facts are out there. The Democratic Party, and we were warned by President Trump. Who still has a chance to win? It's it's dangerously slim. But we were warned that this was going to happen. <laughs> Mail-in voting is going to be just perfectly fine. How's that working out? In Detroit, where they're counting ballots, they're covering up windows so people can't see the ballots being counted because that seems legit. You've got counties and full states that have more votes counted than registered voters. Seems legit. In Virginia last night, poll workers took ballot boxes to their homes for the night before counting them again today. Seems legit. Conveniently, Atlanta had a water main break in one of its precincts. Couldn't count the votes. Seems legit. And then the biggest of last night, the fiasco, where you have President Trump leading big in multiple states, including Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin. And then all of a sudden, they just stopped counting votes. Like, it wasn't stop reporting. They just flat out stopped counting. Stop counting. Never before in the history of a United States election has this happened. They just stopped counting. And it was ironic that those six states where President Trump had the lead, 
and in a lot of the major cities run by Democrats, Democratic mayors, Democratic AGs, Democrat governors. Seems legit. A guy that ran an entire campaign sitting in his basement who can't formulate a coherent freaking thought, who couldn't get 1% of the vote in the primaries with a lieutenant or a vice presidential nominee who couldn't get 1% of votes in her own state, all of a sudden are this close to being in the White House? Seems legit. A president who won the Latino, the Hispanic, the black vote bigger than any Republican ever and won battleground states of Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, it looks like, but somehow lost the other ones. Seems legit. And then you have media organizations calling states for Biden, like immediately. Polls closed. Oh, Biden wins. Seems legit. But then those other states that your president's leading in don't get counted and don't get called. Seems legit. That's my new phrase, by the way. Um, and then, <laughs> and then you so so Fox Fox News calls Arizona way early. And it appears now, for Biden, by the way, it appears now, though, that President Trump may win Arizona. No retraction. Uh, Nevada is up in the air. But everything seems legit, seems on par. The United States of America has now become the laughingstock of the world. We used to tease governments about their piss-poor elections. No more. That, no more can that happen. Joe Biden said himself, under the Obama administration, that they'd set up the biggest what voter fraud organization. And we're seeing it play out literally before our very eyes. Literally. It is... It's... Um, I saw this today. And it brings... It, 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 think about this. And I make no bones who I who I vote for. You know that. Uh, remember the feeling you got when the second plane hit the Twin Towers and then you realized what was going on? That's the feeling you should have right now because that's what's playing out in front of us in real time. A terrorist attack in 2001 and <laughs> voter fraud... Never before witnessed, I, I don't think in this world, that is going on right now as we speak. And it's happening literally before our eyes. In real time. Like, this is going on as we speak right now. But everything seems legit. Like, just the, yeah. Mm -hmm. Everything seems legit. Weigh in on your thoughts if you'd like. You can tweet us, you can text us, you can Facebook us, you can email, call in. Uh, want your thoughts. Montana went uh, pretty much red last night. First uh, governor-elect that's Republican in 16 years. 
and uh, Steve Daines fended off a $100 million campaign from outside of the state of Montana to for Steve Bullock. And uh, we're not going to see a retired Bullock because who knows what what slimy Steve's going to do next. But um, it that really wasn't that close either. But uh, we're going to be joined by Senator Daines uh, either later this week or next week. He's obviously pretty busy. Um, but his campaign did, did send us this, and uh, this is uh, Senator Steve Daines. Well, uh, Cindy and I are incredibly grateful for the strong support that we saw last night in the election. Just, I want to thank Montanans for showing up in a big way at the polls uh, for an overwhelming victory last night. I'm looking forward to rolling up my sleeves and continuing the battle back in Washington, D.C., uh, bringing the voice of Montana back to Washington, protecting our Montana way of life, and uh, can't wait to get back to work. That was uh, Senator Steve Daines, and uh, speaking after his big win last night, uh, Greg Gianforte, who gave up the House, the lone House seat that's now held by Matt Rosendale, uh, to uh, run for governor and knock out uh, Mike Cooney. Um, issued this statement from his campaign. I am honored to have been elected as your next governor. And we started this morning rolling up our sleeves and getting to work. There is so much we need to do. And uh, it's just an honor to be able to serve in this capacity. Uh, We need to get our economy going again, create more good-paying jobs uh, so our kids don't have to leave this state. Thank you so much. Senator, or uh, uh, Governor-elect, Greg Gianforte there. And we'll be joined by him uh, in the next week or two as well. All right. You can, if you miss anything, go to jasonwalkershow.com. But seriously, I, want your, I, I would like to get your thoughts on what happened last night, what is happening today, what is going on across this country. Um, look, I, I, I don't care who you voted for. But the facts are out. You know, you've got, you've got the... Uh, election people in Michigan and Wisconsin refusing to say how all of a sudden they found hundreds of thousands of ballot that all went for Biden. All went for Biden. Like, like there was like 120-some thousand or 130-some thousand ballots found at 4 o'clock in the morning, I think, in Wisconsin that all went to Biden. Not even one vote for Trump, let alone a third-party candidate. Like, nothing. That seems legit. All right, we're going to come back. When we do, we're going to check in with uh, former head of the GOP in Nevada. Amy Tarkanian will join us when we come back here on the Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. 
Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Fall is officially here, and now is the perfect time to get your rig tuned up before the big hunt. That means a lift kit from Auto Concepts. An Auto Concepts lift kit will help take you places only the animals can go. And when you do get that big one, make sure you have help to get a home with a winch to pull it out. Or maybe you'll be a good friend and help pull someone out of the snowbank. Check out AutoConceptsHelena.com for more ideas. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Storewide savings is what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rockers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rockers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rockers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Jason Walker Show presented by Capital Collision Center. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. It's a quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Kyle Mahelish will join us. We'll talk the Bruins and their big win last week. Look ahead to Billings West coming up this week on Friday nights uh, in the Magic City as uh, the Bruins will be looking for more magic. Uh, if you're just uh, joining us, uh, of course, you can always go to jasonwalkershow.com. And uh, re-listen to any or re-watch any show. Um, you can also watch on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. You can uh, listen on Podbean, Network One Sports. You can uh, tweet us at jwalkersports. You can email jason at jasonwalkershow.com. Call in, text. Uh, I want your thoughts on the election. Just first name. It's all we need. We don't need your. We don't need to know who you are. Just your first name. I uh, saw this. From uh, Charlie Kirk on Twitter. So Republicans exceed expectations and pick up pick up House seats. Now Dems are still going to hold control of the House, and Nancy Pelosi and her alcoholic diatribes. Um, but they did not lose control of the state legislature in any single state. We'll hold on to the Senate. It appears nationally. 
swept up and down the ballot in multiple states and were supposed to believe that Trump, President Trump, underperformed and got beat by a guy who stayed in his basement for an entire campaign. And when he did come out, he was able to draw 20 people. But seems legit. <laughs> right? <sighs> anyway. To, to try to wrap our heads around what the hell happened last night and what's going on right now, uh, to join us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline, she uh, is the former chairwoman of the Nevada GOP. Her name is Amy Tarkanian. Saw her last night on uh, Newsmax, reached out, had her come on the show, and she joins us now on the Jason Walker Show. Well, I appreciate you joining us uh, from Nevada. Um your thoughts on last night, first off, because it seemed like things were going so well for the president, and then all of a sudden votes just stopped being counted and a whole lot of chaos ensued. What was your take? Yeah, I think a lot of people were actually pretty taken aback that um, there were certain places here in the in the country that just decided they were too tired and it was time to go home and, and uh, get some shut-eye when... <laughs> Obviously, we've all been planning for this. You know, every four years, we know what's going to happen, right? It's not like it just comes up out of the blue. Um, this is what this is the one job you have as a county clerk or a county county registrar, and you get all your volunteers, you get all your workers, um, you get them all um, up to speed on how the process works and what they may be in for, and um, whether it's a short haul or the long haul, you know, they've got to stick it out and. I was really shocked that the state of Pennsylvania decided to just, you know, call it an evening and go home and have a glass of wine and then reconvene at a later time. Um, there's a number of problems I have with Pennsylvania in particular, and the fact that they're still allowing ballots even to be counted, even if there's not a postmark date, mm-hmm. um, that to me is that's criminal. I mean, there is a there's an election day, and the day is set. There's a purpose. Um, here in Nevada, we have two weeks of early voting. Now, for the first time in our state's history, we have included mail-in ballots be sent to every single active registered voter, not just those who request an absentee. Um, and then, of course, we still have the in-person option. Um, that was something new for us. But you have two weeks to get your act together, right? right? And so you can still turn in your mail-in ballot as long as it's been postmarked, and then the Secretary of State will go ahead and tabulate it and count your vote. Um, I think that most normal, rational people can get their act together within that amount of time to plan on getting their vote in. Um, the fact that Pennsylvania has gone kind of over into the deep end, I, I'd say, um, you know, what are rules for, right? I mean, it sounds like... They don't even care about any rules. They just want to be able to count whatever it is shows up on their desk. And that's not right. Um, obviously, uh, that is open to rampant voter fraud. And um, so that that state is the biggest concern that I had last night and still today. Amy, it looks like Wisconsin, possibly Michigan, going to Biden. Um, yeah. Pennsylvania looks no, it's it's definitely not uh, if you're the <laughs> no. president. Um, are you surprised that it was this close? For one, regardless of who wins the outcome, 
Are you surprised that it was this close? I am surprised that it is razor thin. I had a feeling it was going to be close, and I'll tell you why. Um, the Trafalgar group, which actually was one of the few polling groups that had the 2016 election correct, um, they guessed that President Trump in 2016 would receive 308 electoral votes when then he ended up receiving 306. Um, this time they guessed he would probably get anywhere from like the low 270s to maybe, um, maybe 280. So just watching their model and kind of watching them break down each state. In fact, they even chose Nevada as um, President Trump possibly winning here by 0.7%. So, you know, there is hope. Um, It's not impossible. I'm not super optimistic. I also don't like to um, get my hopes up and then, you know, and then have them completely dashed. (laughs) So I I do like to be a little bit more realistic, but it is possible. It's not impossible. So I don't want people to feel like, oh, this is the end and it's doom and gloom. And it's not. And, and, And also, too, I think what people need to take a step back and look at all of the accomplishments. Thank God that he was able to do in a short amount of time in case he's not reelected, which knock on wood, I pray that doesn't happen. But let's say we do have a president Biden. We're able to keep the Senate. That's huge because we know we do not get to, we didn't flip enough seats to to get the house. Right. Mm -hmm. So now any shenanigans, any stupid uh, possible pieces of legislation that the Congress wants to bring forward, the Senate can very politely and forcefully say, no, thanks. Um, so that's great. The fact that President Trump was able to put in three Supreme Court justices uh, is phenomenal. So we have done an, a pretty amazing job. He has been able to bring in uh, larger amounts of minorities, mm-hmm. uh, females, um, and, and into our big tent, so to speak. Um, I think we have, like, I want to say, some, somewhere around 20... I don't know why these are, it's either 23 or 26. I don't know why those two numbers are popping into my head. It's either 23 or 26 African-American um, candidates run for office um, in, in federal offices this go-around, too. Uh, we had a number of females that were um, elected, uh, more than we ever have seen in the GOP. So there are a lot of positives um, looking into coming into a 2021 um, administration, whoever it may be. Amy Tarkanian, our guest here, Jason Walker Show. Amy, when you look, you, you mentioned the possibility of looks like maybe some voter fraud in Philadelphia, in Pennsylvania. Um, what are the legal ramifications right now as we look at it on this day after the election for the next couple of days? I mean, th- are, are we going to see a repeat of 2000 almost, but instead of one state, it's like six? Right. Well, <laughs> I hope not. That that was exhausting. Um, I, I do think, obviously, that the president wants wants to win. We want him to win, and we want to cheer him on as he fights for what is right. And I think the fact that he did the the fourteen events in the last few days leading up to the election to basically thank people, ask them to give him another opportunity to remind people of all the wonderful things he has done for us and to let people 
know that he's never going to give up and he's going to constantly fight to the very end. Um, that's what he's doing. He's fighting to the bitter end. And unfortunately, in a number of these states, that means it's going to drag on. Um, he's already attempted to sue the state of Nevada multiple times. Um, and they were unsuccessful. Our court, uh, you know, he lost in our court system. Right. Um, I'm pretty sure there's going to be another one coming because we have our, um, our mail-in ballots that have been postmarked are still going to be coming in here within the next seven days. That, by law, we are allowed to accept those and continue to count them. Um, and then, of course, we have the provisional ballot, and we have the ones that need to be procured. Um, we have up until November 12th to get those signatures fixed. Um, once November 16th happens, um, that's when the final, final canvassing of the election takes place. Then if there's, uh, you know, if the president wants to go ahead and demand a recount, then late at that time, that's when he can do so. So <laughs> now we're looking, you know, in the middle of November. Um, and that very well may happen because right now, before all of these numbers are tabulated and finalized, um, Joe Biden is only up by less than 8,000 votes. It's absolutely crazy. And I, it's, you know, it's almost as if we're seeing the, 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 the downfall of the democratic process and the voting, the way it was set up by our founding fathers, just completely taken away right before our very eyes. I mean, this is happening in real time, Amy. I mean, this is something nobody's ever seen. No, no. <laughs> you know, I, like I said, I don't think anyone expected it to be a razor thing. I think people expected it to be close. Um, you know, it, what, what's terrifying to me is uh, you've got a candidate um, in Joe Biden and in Kamala Harris that are considering heavily on packing the court, mm -hmm. are, you know, considering statehood to Puerto Rico and, and D.C. Um, you talk about our republic being changed dramatically, our democracy, you know, being torn up right before our very eyes. That's what's going to happen. Um, and thankfully, once again, I'll remind your listeners that because we do still have a, a Republican Senate, and those three Supreme Court justices put in place, hopefully those horrible ideas coming from the left will be squashed. Yeah, it's 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 absolutely scary. Um, a couple final questions for you to uh, Nevada, former Nevada State GOP Chairwoman uh, Amy Tarkanian here. Um, it, when you see these reports of, you know, um, 138,000 ballots found, quote-unquote, uh, mm -hmm. Overnight, and then all of a sudden, not one, not even forget the fact that Trump didn't get any of those. They all went to Biden, but they're not even a third party candidate. How would you explain things like that happening in states like Wisconsin or Michigan or Pennsylvania? It just doesn't seem logical. It doesn't seem fair, or not even fair. It just doesn't seem like it's an actual thing that in reality here. Right. And, and I mean, I'm. I obviously I'm from Nevada. You know, we are a, a betting state. Uh, I am not the best or brightest mathematician, but I can tell you that seems like a lot of BS. And the fact that uh, you got a hundred percent with all of those ballots, 
what do you say? It's like 130,000, 120,000. Something like There's that. There's no yeah. way that that is, that that is mathematically possible. Yeah. To even not even have one Jorgensen is mind blowing to me that I don't believe that box is valid at all. There's no way it can be. Are you surprised too, Amy, last night that it took, and I watched you on, um, was it Newsmax? Uh, great coverage by, from those guys, by the way. Um, oh, thanks. Yeah, um, they did a great job. Yeah, it was, uh, our, uh, our media is a whole different, I mean, that conversation that uh, is completely gone, um, it's not even fair and balanced on anybody anymore, um, except for maybe yeah. Newsmax. That's and, a whole and other conversation OAN. you and I can have oh, behind the scenes. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, I got no problem calling calling media people out. Um, but were you surprised that it took, say, Fox News so long for these, really these six big states that are still left um, or were mm-hmm. left going into this morning, but, you know, quick to call Arizona. Now they've had to retract along with ABC News and, you know, that Virginia went early without any votes even being quote unquote tallied mm-hmm. yet. How is that how is that possible for one? And what was your thoughts too? Right. Well, I mean, it didn't take very long, no matter what social media platform you hopped on, you know, whether it was face Facebook, Twitter, um, whatever it was, parlor, you came across people who were frustrated, who were livid, who just couldn't understand why the networks were doing what they were doing. And of course on, on the right, you know, it was Republicans that were very upset with Fox news in particular. And then that's why a number of viewers ended up popping over to Newsmax. Cause they said, you know, the heck with this, why are they so far behind? Are they trying to draw this out just so that way they can try to, you know, uh, have more drama and, and make it more like an entertainment show when they're toying with our emotions and, um, <laughs> You know, I mean, literally, people are on the edge of their seat, and my phone is blowing up, and people are asking me, you know, what are you seeing? What are you hearing? Why is Fox doing it? This makes no sense. These numbers don't add up, Amy. And and I'm like, I don't work for Fox. I don't know. But I thought it was beautiful when Tucker Carlson, who is actually a friend of mine, um, went on the air and basically gave them a tongue lashing, and a very well-deserved one, Mm -hmm. on on the way that the media has basically tried to control the thought process and has toyed with polling numbers and um, how the information that they put out there does suppress and does affect the way that the, the psyche and the way that people, um, you know, would tell themselves, hey, maybe I should go vote this way or maybe I shouldn't go vote that way. Or, hey, I'm going to give up because they're telling me it's pointless. Right. I mean, it was great. He said, you know, they have to take some responsibility, and they haven't been doing that, and they've been causing lots of problems. It's uh, it's going to be a long couple of days here, and possibly a long month or month and a half. Um, appreciate the time, and I, I'm so glad that I'm able to get to chat with you um, and get your insights. Yeah, I saw the Trump campaign uh, a few moments ago said that they're looking to declare victory by Friday. Um, Gut feeling as we speak right here on this Wednesday, who's our president come January 20th? Hmm. You know, I keep telling people I think that President Trump's going to be a real, uh, reelected. I'm going to go ahead and stick with that. I think it's going to be a nail-biter. Um, but once again, folks, if he is not reelected, do not lose control of your emotions and just know that, you know, 
whether if you're a believer or not, God is in control. We have the Senate. We have the three Supreme Court justices in place. We're going to be fine. Amy Tarkanian, by the way, big, big fan of your father-in-law. I loved, I was a uh, coach Tarkanian, um, but I just had to bring that up because he's such a great, he was such a great man. Um, loved those you know what? He was. teams. And our son is his namesake. So we have the oh, namesake. Fantastic. I know how, how special my father-in-law was. Um, he was not just an amazing basketball coach, but he was an amazing human being. Yeah. We do miss him. Yeah, definitely. Um, Loved, loved him. Uh, love your time. Uh, looking forward to uh, chatting with you down the road, hopefully, and uh, take care and stay safe there in Nevada. Absolutely. Sounds good. I appreciate you. Have a great rest of your day. Amy Tarkanian, former uh, chair of the Nevada GOP, joining us here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. So her thoughts on <laughs> well, on where we're at. Um, it's just nuts, man. And And look – I know this is a local statewide talk show, but I mean, this affects all of us. It actually affects us. Um, and we've seen this last night and again today. Uh, Emerald Robinson from Newsmax just tweeted out, you can't stop counting votes in Pennsylvania and go home. You can't stop counting votes in Nevada and go home. You can't keep counting ballots that show up after Election Day that are not postmarked on Election Day. There's a reason it's it, it's Election Day. It's not Election Month, Week, Year. It's Election Day. And it's not that hard to figure out. It's just like people were complaining about the, the census, and here in Montana especially. We got our census in March and sent it back within a week. Like, that's on you for being lazy if you couldn't get your ass in gear and fill out a freaking census. I mean, my wife did it. I think it took five minutes. And then she sent it back. But I love these, uh, I love the, the you know, for, for six months, seven months, ever since COVID, ever since COVID, Got to mail in our votes, mail in our ballots, because that's not going to happen. Go Something not going to go wrong. Good Lord. Appreciate Amy Tarkanian joining us. Uh, and, and again, like I said, we talk sports. We talk Montana sports on this show 90% of the time, 95% of the time. But this is, this is affecting all of us, and we're going to talk about it. And sorry if you don't like that. Start your own show. Appreciate our sponsors. Appreciate our listeners. Appreciate everybody. And we do. But we're going to talk about things that affect us here in Montana. This election affects us here in Montana. So keep that in mind as we move forward. When we come back, we are going to talk sports. We're going to talk football. We're going to talk Capital Bruin football. Kyle Mahelish will join us after a big win last. last. So was it 14-7 or was it 20-7? We'll talk to Kyle Mahelish next when we come back here on the Jason Walker Show. We are presented by Capital Collision Center. Come right back. Hang on.
New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Storewide savings is what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rucker's Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rucker's, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rucker's Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Jason Walker here, and I want to tell you about a great place that's going to make you feel better in just an hour. Ocean Spirit Massage. From deep tissue to hot stone and more, Ocean Spirit Massage will get your sore, tired muscles feeling like new. Whether you overdid it working out, hiking the hills, playing golf, whatever it is, or even if you're pregnant, you will walk away feeling better than you have in years. Book now for yourself or make it a couple's massage. And gift certificates are always available as well. Visit OceanSpiritMassage.com or call 417-0542. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. Presented by Capital Collision Center. This segment brought to you by Mark LaRoe Photography. And now is the greatest time to start thinking about Christmas presents. I know. Just got through October and Halloween. But nothing will brighten up your loved one's life or your coworkers or your building. You know, your walls talk. And they're like, man, that blank wall over there is ugly. Well, you know what would brighten it up? A great photo from Mark LaRoe Photography. Check him out, MarkLaRoePhotography.com. And get something for yourself, get something for your family, a friend. Go to MarkLaRoePhotography.com. Mention the Jason Walker Show, too. All right. Uh, on this day in history still to come, don't forget tomorrow, uh, Sean Gleason, PBR CEO, will talk to Scott Evans, Helena High Coach, Nicole Rigoni as well. Uh, but we check in uh, now. So I think the official score is listed at 14 to 7 from last week in the first round for Capital over Butte. The, there were scores that said 20 to 7 because there was a late touchdown score. But then the official scored like 14 7. So nobody knows what the, what, well, you know what? Let's get one guy here. He can tell us what 
the final score was. And how do the Bruins prepare for a very tough West High Golden Bear squad Friday night? The best team in the East. Joining us now, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline, is the head coach of the Capital Bruins, Kyle Mahelish. All right, Coach, a, a very hard-fought win, and a, a game that we kind of expected at Butte, uh, 14-7, 20-7. I don't know what the actual final score was, um, but a great win for the Bruins to stay alive in the playoffs. Yeah, no, we're counting that last one. They, uh, the referees signaled touchdown, so as far as I understand it, it was 20-7. to It was a good defensive play by our guys, and Helen Marsh, our sophomore defensive lineman, picked it up, ran it in with some help from, from his buddies, and they kind of put a, a, a cap on the game. Um, scoreless at the half, and like I said, this was a, a game that we I, I thought many, like I, I expected this type of, the, of, of game between you two teams. Um, the best matchup last weekend in the playoffs, I thought, and as evenly balanced as you could get, and you guys played that out. Uh, you got that early touchdown in the third. They come right back and tie it up. And then it was whoever makes the, the best plays, and, and you guys did. No, it was a hard-fought game. It was a fun game to be a part of. Uh, you know, two offenses were going at the defenses. And, you know, I think the defenses obviously uh, had a, a pretty dominant night. Uh, we did find a way, obviously, to score 14 points. And our defense, you know, has been consistent all year. Uh, I know we hang, Sentinel hangs 35 on us, but... Uh, They've hung a lot on a know, lot. <laughs> what's that? They've hung a lot on a lot of people. Yes, they have. I think we're the, I think we're the only team to, to hold them that low. Um, but, no, it was a good hard-fought game. You know, we had some, some punting issues there a little bit. Um, uh, the atmosphere was fantastic. Uh, you know, I don't know if you was following the the rules that they set forth for us, but I mean, it made for a fun environment and it was loud and it was fun to be a part of. It wasn't packed, but it was still fun. I mean, and was a smaller crowd. Did you notice more things being said? Oh no, it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter, matter if there's 10 people in there or 500 <laughs> or a thousand. You're going to, you're going to hear the same verbiage without anybody. <laughs> Kyle. Whether whether the grandma's up there at eighty or it's a twenty year old young man, <laughs> there's a lot of things I could say on the air, but I'd probably get in trouble for saying it. There's a lot of uh, things I found out I was that I didn't know I was. <laughs> oh man, Kyle is joining us here, Jason Walker Show. Um, that's why that's what you love about Butte, though, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a great environment. We we actually enjoy it. You yeah. know, people go, hey, you know, boy, you got to go to Butte. And it's like, hey, they, they've done it right. I mean, I know they placed the visiting, you know, the opponent on the, the home side more or less and the home crowd. But, I mean, there's excitement. There's music. It's loud. Uh, it's an extremely fun environment to play in. Our kids love going over there. Well, and then when you win, that's even better. And you did. Yeah. So, so you stay alive. Yeah, when you hang one on them, that's even better. <laughs> exactly. Um, this is a young team, and we've talked about this a lot, but you're getting plays, you know, from sophomores, like you said uh, at the beginning of this interview, and you've been getting plays from young guys all year, and that's big for you guys right now. No, it's big. And, you know, we have a good, good mix of kids. I mean, like I tell everybody we talk to, you know, they're always like, how are the kids? How are they doing? They're a great group of young men. Um, 
and they're just fun to be around. They're fun to coach. It's fun to go to the film room. It's fun to go to practice. It doesn't ever feel like a job. Um, we don't have any of those kids that are whiners or complainers. Uh, they all seem to get along. Uh, so yeah, we do get some help from the young kids, but again, we got a, you know a few set solid senior guys and mixed in some juniors there. So it's a real you know it's a real mix as far as sophomore through senior. Uh, tough test this week on the road at West, and without the non-conference games this year, um, we don't know really how good West is. We don't know how good, you know, I mean, we know how good Sentinel is, but we don't know how good West is because we haven't seen them on the Western side. Uh, but this is a very good football team, it looks like. Yeah, I've, I've seen plenty of them on film. Uh, <laughs> they're, uh, they're, they're good. Um, I don't think they're Missoula Sentinel, uh, but they are a good football team. I know uh, Bozeman t- gave them a test a couple weeks ago, Friday. Um, and, you know, I had an opportunity to probably win that game. Uh, but West does have some, you know, they got the Dowler brothers mm-hmm. and the, the Clowns kid quarterback, and they got two solid running backs. They're big up front. I mean, they have one uh, offensive tackle that's 6'4", 250, and he's he's an active kid, and he plays well. Uh, they do have a lot of perimeter speed. Um and I think the running game helps that quarterback a little bit. So we got to be able to, if we want to have success Friday, we got to stop the run and maybe put that kid in some situations that he hasn't been in before. Um, and you know, the we do, you do look at that as a coach, the East versus the West. I mean, five of those teams. Um, well, yeah, I guess three. You got you got senior West and obviously Bozeman. You know, in the top part of that thing, but. You know, I don't, I don't, they've been challenged, but I mean, have they really been challenged? Right. And I know Bozeman kind of did that a couple of weeks ago, but you know, if we can come, come down there and play and stick with them for that first half and put a little doubt in their mind, um, then we'll have a chance. The last couple of years, coach, you and I have talked a little bit about, you like to play on the road. You have no problem going on the road. You go to Butte last week and win. You go, you go into Dallas, which is another great setup for uh, high school football, the turf down there in Billings. Um, you guys like to play on the road. There's less distraction. Will that help you again this week? Yeah, it's you know that's one thing as a coach. You, the less distractions, the better. And you know where your kids are. You know where they are. You can control the environment. Uh, they're not hanging out with their girlfriends, and they're you know they're, we know where they're at. And they're not messing around with their buddies. Uh, so I don't mind playing on the road. It's uh, like you said, it's less distraction and. We're going to leave about 10:30, and I just got approved today to have a walk through at Montana State. Nice. So we're going to have a walk through at Montana State when we get there, and uh, we'll eat lunch, and then we'll get on the bus, and get into get into Billings. It is Stress Awareness Day. Um, are you aware of your stress every day? <laughs> you know, my two daughters would probably say you've got to probably manage your stress a little bit better. But I think with age. I don't let it as much get to me, um, so I'm not as stressful as a person. I've noticed to kind of let things roll off my back. You can't control everything, um, and that's how I manage my stress. All right, answer me a question. Will we have a clear winner in the AA state championship before we have a president-elect or we have a president-elect first? Yeah. You know. <laughs> You know, I'm not. I'm no political guru here, but 
I'm hoping by Friday, at least by game time, we have an idea who our president's going to be. <laughs> uh, I think you're not alone on that, Coach. Um, yeah. Enjoy the next couple of days weather-wise. It's going to be great. Safe travels to Billings, and uh, we'll talk next week when you get ready for the semifinals. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, man. That uh, Where are we at here? I was reading text messages. That's uh, Kyle Mahelish. Capital coach joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. He's so fun. Tomorrow we'll talk to Scott Evans and uh, we'll talk Helena High. Brew, uh, the Bengals have had a couple of nights off or a couple of weeks off, Oof. and uh, they'll be home against a very, very good Bozeman squad on uh, Friday night. Um, Bruins will be down at West, and I, th- yeah, we'll uh, we'll update you where you can listen to that. Um, all right, Sam Fetzer will join us on Friday. He is uh, Michaela Boyette Fetzer's husband, and Michaela is a softball player for Carroll College. She was seriously injured in a wreck about a couple of weeks ago and uh, is in Salt Lake and has a long, long way to go for recovery, a lot of injuries, including uh, brain injury. But we will talk to Sam on Friday. He was uh, going to join us today, kind enough to reschedule for Friday. Um so we'll check in with him. We'll also check in with Brian Haynes of the Gov Cup. Registration starts soon for that. And then Barry Abrams will talk uh, Breeders' Cup with us on Friday. Nicole Ragoni will join us tomorrow. That's what she said. Sean Gleason, PBR CEO. And uh, um, Scott Evans, as I mentioned. So I'm trying to hold back a sneeze, I think. I think a sneeze has come. Did, did, is that one of the worst feelings? Like, you know it's coming. Well, maybe it's just like us media guys. I mean, we're, and people, gals included. But you know, a sneeze is coming, and you're on the air. You're like, mm, I got to hold this in. Um. Anyway, man, I love our sponsors. We have great sponsors. Um, if you would like to sponsor the Jason Walker Show, you can get a hold of me, Jason Walker or J. Yeah, Jason. What the hell's my email? Jason Walker Sports at Gmail dot com. Jason at JasonWalkerShow.com, too. Um, man. All right. Let's do On This Day in History. It is Stress Awareness Day, as we mentioned. It is National Candy Day. On this date in 1980, Sadaharo U at 40, Pro Baseball's all-time home run king with 868 retired. Sadaharo U. 2001, Arizona Craig Council uh, beat the Yankees. Steve, um, no Steve, Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling were the uh, uh, co-MVPs. 2009, Yankees beat the Phillies for the 27th World Series crown. 1955, Cy Young passed away. The all-time leader in wins with 511. He's also a long-time uh, leader in uh, all-time leader in losses too. What is? I sound like Joe Biden. Maybe I can become president if I just keep stumbling and can't formulate a damn sentence. I could be president of the United States, possibly, but I'd have to have a lot of people um, with fraud and cheating. Uh, 1996 on this date, Spice Girls released their debut album. Spice went on to sell 23 million copies. Spice. 
what was their uh, big hit? If you want to be my lover. Yep. If you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. Is that what it was? Does anybody know what the hell they're saying? <laughs> so if you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. Anyway, uh, Spice Girls debuted on this date. Oh, good stuff. Uh, the wife, huge Spice Girl fan. So she was 10 when the Spice Girls were popular. I'm going to have to ask Nicole Ragoni tomorrow. She was a uh, Spice Girl fan because she would have been... Well, probably not. She was born that year, right? Uh, also on this date, let's see, um, 1997, Shania Twain. Um, come on over. Her third album was released. So how did that sound? Not sure what this is. Um Shania Twain, yes or no? Big fan of Shania, were you? I think I was. This was a pretty good album. A little come on over. All right, on this date in 1856, James Buchanan was elected the 15th U.S. president. On this date in 1884, Grover Cleveland beat James Blaine... For his first presidential term, he's the only American president to serve in two non-consecutive terms. Will we see that again? Will we potentially, if if Donald Trump loses this election because of voter fraud and cheating, will he run in four years? Think about that. Hell yeah. 1924, Calvin Coolidge elected to a full term. 1952, Eisenhower, Dwight Eisenhower elected uh, president. 1980, Ronald Reagan. Landslide victory over Jimmy Carter. Uh, 2008, Barack Obama, yay. Uh, He was elected over John McCain. Uh, Happy birthday today, by the way. Laura Bush, first lady from 2001 to 2009. Uh, quite possibly our, so in order, I would, well, so Laura Bush is our greatest first lady this century. Melania, pretty close. Um, Nancy Reagan was great. Barbara Bush was pretty good. Um, but Laura Bush was fantastic as well. But her birthday, happy birthday, Laura Bush. Born on this date in uh, 1946. So happy birthday. All right, let's, uh, let's, let's get up to, where are we at? Let's do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Oh. I love that music. You know what it reminds me of? Um, a certain movie genre. And you know what's great about it? Last night, you know what the, the uh, 
the best thing that happened last night, out of everything that happened, Jenna Jameson started following me on Twitter. No idea how that happened. I'm not complaining. Jenna Jameson started following me on Twitter. So, have I made it? Maybe. It's pretty damn cool. Um, I mean, I got a lot of great followers on Twitter. You can follow us at Jay, uh, Jay Walker Sports. But uh, a lot of great followers. Jenna Jameson's up there. And and now following me. So, anyway. Uh, what did we learn? Uh Half this country, this country is in danger. We are a country divided, regardless of your political belief, red, blue, Democrat, Republican, I don't give a crap. But we are a country divided. We saw it four years ago. We're seeing it even more today. And what we're really seeing is, is a, is a, is a cheating election that that rivals and maybe surpasses communist countries, socialist countries, and dictatorships. Because that is what we're seeing right now going on in the United States of America. There's a reason we want voter ID. You, you can have, you have to have your ID to purchase tobacco, to purchase alcohol, now to purchase marijuana in the state of Montana, um, to purchase a lot of, a lot, you have to have a, an ID, you got to have, you got to have an ID to drive, but you don't have to have an ID to vote. How backwards is that? Think about that for a minute, my friends. We need voter ID in this country. Screw mail-in ballots. Screw absentee. Now, different for if you work overseas, military, obviously. But if, if you live in the United States of America and can get off your ass and go vote, then do it, and you need to have an ID. Maybe I should run for something here next in two years. I got some great ideas. Would you vote for me? Maybe we'll start the uh, Jason Walker Senate campaign. Do you think I could beat Tester? <laughs> uh, should we start small, though? Should we start in Helena? Anyway, keep up the good fight. And... Thanks to our guest today. Kama Hellish, of course, always fantastic. Tomorrow we'll talk to Scott Evans, get the Hell in a High update. Nicole Ragoni tomorrow as well. Um, Amy Tarkinian joining us, too. That was a lot of fun. It's not over, folks. There is a lot of... Uh, this isn't going to be settled anytime soon. And I don't care, like I said, one way or the other, how you vote. Just do it legally. Do it responsibly. And when you're adding up the votes, don't cheat. Tomorrow, Nicole Ragoni, as we mentioned, Sean Gleason, PBR CEO, will join us. Scott Evans as well. 
If you miss anything, go to jasonwalkershow.com. If you want to start, you know what? Go to jasonwalkershow.com, click on the donate page, and we'll start the Jason Walker election campaign right now. We'll decide what we're going to run for in two years, but hell, let's start it right now. If you miss anything, go to jasonwalkershow.com. Had a great time. We'll see you back here tomorrow at 4. Have a, have, seriously, have a great night. And uh, take care of yourself, take care of your loved ones, and we'll see you tomorrow. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.